it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Biker Chick Chat. I'm your host, Biker Bethany, and I'm on a mission to find female riders from all over the planet to find out their stories of how they got into the motorcycle world. And on today's episode, I'm joined by Tiffany Renee. She is actually like a superhero. Firstly, she's riding around on her massive road glide, which for starters is amazing. She's a wife and a mother to two young children. Then she's also working full time while still running a successful YouTube channel and Instagram. Honestly, I do not know how she finds the time for it all. It's extremely impressive. Anyway, stay listening to hearing all about her life and her secrets as to how she does manage to juggle it all together. Hey Tiffany, welcome to my podcast. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Well, thank you for joining me. I want to jump straight in to talk about your epic bike and how you're just such a badass bossing (laughs) your bike around. (laughs) It's super cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. Like, it's an honor to be here again. Um, I don't know if I would say me bossing the bike sometimes, you know, <laughs> we have that respect for each other. You take care of me. I'll take care of you. And we're going to do this together. So <laughs> like, I'm here for all of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. So tell me about the journey or oh, actually first tell everyone about the bike that you have now. So everyone knows what you're actually riding. Oh, okay. Sure. So I have a 2021, um, Road Special. Um, it is special, but it's special to me too. Um, it's a snake venom custom pink um, by Harley Davidson himself, straight from the factory that way. Um, I do have a couple of modifications that I've done to it, mainly just aesthetic things, nothing um, <clears throat> far as motor work. I haven't done anything to my motor at all. But um, it is my first um, cruiser, first type of touring bike, and um, I love it. I definitely love it. It's something I had to like learn and practice and I'm still learning and practicing it, but um, I'm enjoying every ride that I get on and I um, take with that bike. So um, other than that, um, like I said before, like it respects me, I respect it. um, And we have that mutual agreement. 
to, that yeah. we're going to take care of each other. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's awesome. I mean, you know, it's such a big bike, isn't it? And I would imagine, like, we're all learning all the time, aren't we? So let oh, alone yeah. once you get on a huge bike like that, it must take a whole nother lot of learning, really, to, like, get to grips with it and everything. It, it certainly does. And mainly it's because, like you said, it's such a big bike learning to manage the weight of it and because coming from a street bike um it's definitely a lot of bike um so you have to train yourself and the only way for you to learn it you have to get on it and ride it somebody can tell you all day long like well you need to lean this way or you need to you know hold on this way or you need to do this and that but you have to get on it in order to learn it that's the only way to really learn yeah to be able to control the bike and to um, make yourself one with the bike so yeah um, it definitely takes learning and like I said I'm still learning it's I'm definitely not a pro but I'm very comfortable with it (laughs) nice so how long have you owned that bike for now I'm on it for two years now okay for two years now um um, when I first got it it was kind of intimidating but I knew I wanted it but um like I said um challenge I'm up for a challenge all the time and um like I said I had to get on it to ride it and it was more so the weight of the bike because I had already been riding for at least 10 years and but of course that was on a sport bike so um I knew I could ride the bike and it was just learning how to manage the weight of the bike and what to do with it and how to maneuver with it yes so um did you take like some special courses when you first got your bike or anything like that? Because if you've literally gone from a sports bike to that, you couldn't get two more polar opposites, could you? I could not have. I mean, I took the riding on um, the safety course. Um, I took that, the MSF course. And when I first started riding bikes at the very beginning. So I, I took that course to learn to start riding my street bikes. Um, and then when I crossed over to start riding the touring bike, I did not take any courses. Um, I just had to get on it and just kind of ride. Of course, I kind of stuck in the neighborhood a little bit and before I actually got out on the street with it. But other than that, I didn't take any extra courses for it. Oh, wow. So you just you just learn yourself and I guess it does come back to what you said earlier with these bikes. You do just have to get on it and learn. I mean... Even from when I first learned how to ride, the bike I learned on was like a Kawasaki or something because you don't really get like Harley riding courses over here or anything like that. So, you know, I went from a Kawasaki to to my Harley and I remember the first time I sat on it, I was like, what is this? Like, I've got to learn how to ride again. So it must have just felt the same for you with that. Well, um, in the course, once you learn, you take the course, they teach you on like those little, um, they're very like street bobs. They're very small bikes. You learn on something like that. So I I initially learned on that style of bike, just not as big. Mm -hmm. And then, um, of course, I started, I was riding a street bike and I had a ZX-10. So um, it was just going back to that, but with a lot more weight. So it it just, like you said, and it's something, if you don't do it every day or you don't do it for a while, that muscle memory, you kind of lose it. So you have to get back on it and just kind of relearn a little, little bit and you'll be, you'll be fine. 
Yeah, absolutely. So what like drew you to that then after riding sports bikes for so long? Um, my husband, like he is a big inspiration in a lot of things that I do. Um, when I, when we first started dating, we've been together for 18 years. So when we first started dating, um, he was riding street bikes. He was riding motorcycles. And of course I used to ride on the back and, um, after like riding with him for a couple of years and then I started seeing more ladies riding. I was like, you know what? Like, I don't want to ride the back bike in, in the back. Sorry. I don't want to ride the back at the back anymore. So he, I was like, you, can you teach me to ride? And he was like, no, I don't think I'm going to teach you because I don't want to teach you bad habits. So <laughs> it was like, you're going to teach, you're going to take the course so you can learn the correct way to do it. And then once you learn it, you know, we'll get out and practice to perfect those things. And so at first, you know, I was a little upset because I was like, are you really making me take this course when you can just teach me how to ride? <laughs> and he was like, believe me, you're going to appreciate it. So, yeah. of course, I took the class and um, which I, I'm not upset that he, he um, made me do it because I definitely got to learn all the safety mechanisms, and, you know, the proper way to do things. And um over the years of us riding, of course, we got married, we started having children. And, you know, the street bikes, like, most of the time, that is speed. You're going to speed. Those bikes are just, you're speeding. You can still enjoy yourself, but you enjoy going fast, too. So it was like, you know what, um, I think I'm ready to get, like, a Harley now. And if my first thought was, like, no, no way. There's no way, like, you want to ride that bike. I was like, I'm not that old yet. Like, I used to think they were for older people. And I was like, I'm not ready to just cruise around and just ride on those style bikes. Like, I'm comfortable with it. And so we kind of, like, left it alone for a while. And then we revisited, like, a couple years later. And he was like, honey, like, I'm telling you. He's like, you, you, you're going to love it. So he knows, like, if he gets something, I'm going to want it, too. So he's like, I know. Like, if you go, if I go, you're going to want it. So <laughs> we're going to have to get the same thing. And so... um he was asking me which one did I want, you know, he, and I was like, I don't know. And I'm sure. And he, we started looking to the road glides more. And, um, he had, of course he would have me to sit on the bike to make sure, you know, I was comfortable on sitting so I can see what it feel like. And he's, he's a firm believer in get what you want. Like you are not going to like, you know, just buy something just so you can learn on it and get it and just go ahead and get what you want because you can learn on it. Because when I first started riding street bikes, I was, I had a ZX10. I had a 1000. So he's a firm believer in that. So that's what I wanted. So we decided, okay, that's what we're going to get. So we both went and got our road glides at the, on the same time. So, Oh, wow. That is so cool. I love it. That's awesome. Like proper his and hers then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So how have you found like the crossover then from going from, you know, sport bike lifestyle into a Harley lifestyle? Because it really does tend to like immerse you, like depending on what you're riding, doesn't it? So how have you found oh. the crossover and, you know, new friends and new community and stuff like that? Um, you know, it definitely caught me off guard. It was like, wow, once I did crossover and started riding and I was like, wow, like, I was like, why you didn't tell me this any sooner? He was like, I did. Like, <laughs> you didn't listen. Because it's definitely a whole different community. Once you, like, we're all in the bike community. And we still love, you know, sport bike riders. We're all in the same. Because we 
share the same hobby, and that's riding motorcycles. But it's definitely a lot different going over to a bagger style bike or Harley or Indian hybrid. But um, the modifications and all the customizations that you can do to these bikes, like it is endless. Yeah. Um, definitely, it's expensive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you know there is so many bikes, and there's you're never gonna find like two of the same bikes. Well, of course, stock it is, but when it comes to customization, like you're never gonna find two of the same bikes. Like everybody can customize and do so many different things to these bikes to make it their own, to make it things they like. That like the the world is huge. Like when it comes to the apparel. You come to, you know, just gathering. And it's definitely like a conversation that you can continue to have and just have for hours with someone about these bikes. So I definitely love it. I love, you know, just the sheer, like, positivity and, and the friendships that you gain from just riding your motorcycle and being able to talk about the enjoyment that you get from doing it. So yeah, it's definitely something I've embraced and I love it. Yeah, that's super cool. I do love that side of it as well. And like you say, like the customization. And I don't know a massive amount about sports bikes, to be honest with you. But it does seem like besides, you know, changing the paint and stuff like that, visually, there's not that much else you can do, I guess. Maybe more internal with engines and stuff, would you say? Yeah, engines. and I mean, it's a few customizations you can do to it. Like you said, paint and a little aesthetic, like things you can make with your windscreen mirrors, or but it's nowhere near the amount of things that you can do in the touring world. Yeah, it's completely different. Yeah, sure. And so I see from your online adventures, which, by the way, congratulations, (laughs) your YouTube is flying off right now. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Like, (laughs) I like every day. I'm just amazed at what it's doing. But I'm like working hard, losing sleep. I'm telling you, (laughs) that's one thing you're not going to get much of. Um, sleep. Um, because, you know, I still work at every day, Monday through Friday. I still have my same, my nine to five. I'm a mother, I'm a wife and those jobs I, I would never neglect. So it's definitely, uh, sleepless, a lot of sleepless nights, <laughs> but when you're enjoying yourself, like you sacrifice, you do things to keep having, to, to have fun. And the response that I get from people like, I don't want to let my people down, so (laughs) I'm definitely going to keep going. Yeah, it does. It is exactly that, isn't it? It's so time-consuming, but when you reach out to people in this way and you're able to give them a sense of community and, like, you know, connect with people and join them together, it really does keep you going and makes you want to do it more when people say, like, I love this, you know. It, It does definitely do that. It does. It, and it just gives you a sense of gratitude. Like, I'm very grateful. I'm never feeling anything like I expect something. Like, I do it with the intent of everything I do is genuine. You know, I want to inspire, you know, not just women, men too, but I know everybody's hear me speak about women a lot because, of course, it's the world. Like, you know, a lot of people don't expect us to be riding, and especially a, a huge bike like, like the one I ride. They don't expect us to do it. And, um, you know, I just want to show them, like, we can do it because 
if you're enjoying yourself and it's something that you really want to do, you're going to want to know how to perfect it and how to, you know, do it. And like I said, my husband, he is like very supportive. So that is another way that we spend time together. Um, <clears throat> we, I definitely get to um, be every ride that I take. He's always by my side. And that's something we get to share. And like I said, we have two daughters. He wasn't fortunate enough to have a son. <laughs> so we have two <laughs> girls. And they are, they love it. Of course, they're still very young, so they can always change their mind. But right now, they're, they're loving it. So I look forward to the day that all four of us together, you know, can go out and ride as a family yeah. when they get older. And I'm just, like I said, they're, they are part of my inspiration. And I just want to keep showing these women, like, we can go out and have a good time with one another and just enjoy the hobby that we all love to do. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that is so lovely to hear that, you know, they're part of your inspiration. And I guess you're like that. You are literally the ultimate role model to them. Like, <laughs> you know, being a mother, working a nine till five job as well, all day, all all week long, and then still getting the time to run a YouTube channel, Instagram, amongst <laughs> everything else. No wonder you're losing sleep, Tiffany. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> it is. It is. It really is a lot. Like I said, I couldn't. I have a very strong support system. My husband, I will never take any credit from him. Like he helps me out a lot, um, especially with my editing for my YouTube. Like I would never take anything from him. So he is definitely like my huge support system and helps supports me and keeps me level headed with things. So yeah, oh, that's really <laughs> lovely. So tell me more about your YouTube and online presence. Then, like what actually drove you to want to start documenting your um experiences with your bike so it all started with instagram first um <clears throat> when we first got our bikes i was like um you know hun, i was like maybe i should just start posting my bike you know when i first got it he was like i was like this is, this is a huge bike i was like you know i see women riding but you don't see a whole lot of women choosing the road glide and if so the women are like of my size you don't really see them like choosing that bike so I was like maybe I should like start my Instagram he was like okay that's what you want to do so that's what I started doing I started posting my Instagram with it and my Instagram just kind of took off with me with that bike and, and then you know of course you have people like no you're really not riding that bike that's really not yours and I'm like yeah it's really mine so like, it's, it's fine. <laughs> so that journey took off and that kept going. I was like, well, you know what, hun? Like, maybe I can like, start doing YouTube. And, um, of course, I've seen other ladies online riding, you know, motorcycles and riding a bike. But you don't really see a whole lot riding a road guide. So I was like, maybe, you know, I can start YouTube. And he was like, okay. So for my Christmas present, he bought me my blogging camera. Nice. So he was like, um, that's just the way to start because I just talked about it, but he bought me my vlogging camera. So I was like, oh, I guess like I have to start now. No excuses. <laughs> None. <laughs> and so um, I started the journey and at first I wasn't sure how exactly I wanted to do it. So I was like, well, you know what? I'm just going to start off first, you know, just because my, my channel isn't strictly just motorcycles. It's just very motorcycle heavy. Is motorcycle driven, mm -hmm. but I try to still incorporate my family and still incorporate the things that I enjoy doing, like as being myself. And it's going to be myself all the time, no matter what. 
But um, I, of course, like hanging out with my family, we taking our cruise vacations. Um, I do go to the range and practice my my shooting with my husband. And so I'm just trying to document and show like that side of me and everything I enjoy doing. But right now, of course, you know, a lot of my motorcycle content is what I thrive on. I do, and that is pretty much how I got my start and why I started doing my YouTube. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, I like that you're still able to like incorporate all these other aspects of your life into it as well. Um, yeah. So which part of America are you living in then at the moment? Oh, no, you're fine. So I stay on the East Coast of, of um, the U.S. Um, I am in the state of North Carolina. If anybody knows about that. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, we have everything to offer here. We have the mountains. We have beaches. We have um, rural parts. Um, so we have a little everything here in North Carolina. So if y'all ever come over to the States, over on the East, East Coast here, look, come visit, please. <laughs> I'd love to. I was, oh my god, it's on my list of things to do. I'm hoping to get out there eventually, but I'm still learning the American map because it's oh, yeah. vast and there's a lot oh. of states to remember. <laughs> oh yeah. And I totally understand that. I totally especially if it's something like you're not anything that's unfamiliar to you, you know, you're you're yeah. gonna not really understand it until you get there. So I truly yeah. understand that. <laughs> so Tiffany what would you say is like one of your happiest moments you've had with your road glide so far one of my happiest moments um I have several of those but let's see the happiest moment uh, it would probably be when I first got it yeah <laughs> the happiest moment when I first got it you know I got to sign my board and I got to bring it home because it was still in a state of like kind of unbelief kind of sort of just like, I, I really just got this bike. I really have it. So, and then for me to, because the color that I chose, I was telling my husband, I was like, um, if I don't get that color, I don't think I want the bike. And so they had to like find that bike and they found it for me. So I was like, it's just meant to be then. So that was probably one of my happiest moments when I was able to just bring it home and I had the bike. Yeah. What started it all for me. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Just to see it in your garage finally. Oh, yeah. Be like, yes. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> what about the other end of the spectrum then? What was one of your more like most dangerous or scary moments you've had? One of my most scariest moments, I would say um, – when we were on the way back home from my Key West ride, when we rode to the most furthest points here in the States that you can ride to, um, on the way back home, you know, we normally, when we're riding, especially on the highway, we keep a good fair distance in between us and the car in front of us. And traffic was just like, kind of like congested. So we kept a fair enough distance, but it was just one car that just kept driving like insane. Um, they were like just in and out of traffic. And then like when we got to a more congested area, they had to slam on brakes and they almost hit the car in front of them. So they had to like veer off the side of the road. And my husband and I, we were like behind that car and we had to kind of lock up our brakes a little, but we couldn't like lock them all the way because then we would have fell. So it's like you had to lock, but kind of ease on the gas still to kind of keep yourself upright so you don't fall. So that was like one of my scariest moments of riding like 
the motorcycle when it's like, okay, I got to remain calm because I got to keep myself up from falling. But at the same time, I got to like, you know, keep a whole um, conscious of what's going on around me and other cars because I can't just jump over into the next lane because it was cars in that lane as well. So you can't ride off to the shoulder of the road because like, you know, you harm yourself or get hurt or over there. So that was probably one of my most scariest moments of riding. Yeah, that sounds a bit mad to be fair. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And you were someone that somewhere that you wasn't 100% familiar with as well, I guess. So it sort of makes it even worse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> but I was like, you know, we survived, we made it. Um, it's experiences you live on, you learn from, um, and you take on with you for your next adventure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I really love mm-hmm. that. So, what about sort of people you've managed to meet then through your? Harley Davidson like because I see on your Instagram you get to meet up with all these other badass women all riding their bikes and uh, I saw you were at a a club or a party or something with a a motorcycle club and you seem to really be super connected with everyone in the area and that's super cool to see. Oh definitely like every time I go out to an event or just somewhere in a different city or just go out, even in my own city. But, you know, you're meeting someone new. And like I said, it's still different when you see us on those style of bikes. And so when you meet up with someone in common, it's always like automatic, like, conversation starter. Mm. And so um, I just, I love, like I said, I love talking to people and, and this whole thing has opened me up a whole lot because I used to be super shy. Um, that person who like, didn't like to talk so much. I would like a one word answer and like keep to myself. And I still am a shy person. Like me speaking in front of a crowd sometimes still gets a little intimidating, but at the same time, I think about, you know, like they're here to have fun. Like, you know. And, and we're all love doing the same thing. So, you know, that makes me, helps me open up a little bit more. But definitely, like, when I meet people and, you know, I'm I'm interested in, like, hey, what made you start? Or what do you ride? How long have you been riding? Like, I'm interested to see because, you know, everybody has a different story. You know, just like I said, you can customize these bikes and make them your own. And you're never going to see, like, the same two bikes. There's never, like, the same story. Everybody has a different way of, like, what made them start riding what made them, you know, want to get this style of bike or however it begins. And I'm always interested in it. So connecting and meeting those other women. And and like I said, men too, it's just very interesting to see, you know, what got them to where they are now. Yeah, I love that. That's so true. I mean, you know, that's kind of the whole point of my podcast. I love interviewing (laughs) all different women and finding out their stories because it's always different for everyone. And it's just so nice to hear how people can come from like, you know, all different aspects. But when you've all got like this one thing in common as well, (laughs) it's like, it's just like everyone wants to hear about it. So it's cool. I really love that side of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It is. (laughs) And, and, And that just makes it, like I said, about the whole community. Like you embrace each other more when you're able to have that conversation and you're you're able to share like that one thing in common, but it's different. So yeah. 
yeah that's so true that's awesome so Tiffany I was having a look through your Instagram and I'm gonna pull up a picture and get you to explain it if that's all right sure sure um so this one caught my eye here it is okay I see it (laughs) so that was me down in Daytona on Florida when I was down for the bike rally down that way um oh nice Yes. So there, um, you know me, I'm always ready to pose for a picture. Um, no matter what, like whether I'm dressing up or I'm just out riding my bike, I'm always ready to pose for a picture. And my husband, he always like catches, he captures all my moments for me. So he was like, you want to smile? Of course I want to smile. And I think that's the day I got caught in rain. (laughs) We were riding and we got caught in the rain. I got soaking wet, but it was still like, I still get to smile and have fun even through the rain. So Oh, that's, that's where it. I where I was at and what I was doing on that moment. <laughs> oh, that's so cool! I love that. I just really like the sort of vibe of that picture because you just looks like so like in a happy place, like relaxed, like in the sunshine. I was like, that looked like just a good day. It was. We wrote that was like I said right before we got caught in the rain. I'm just sitting on the bike. Before we get to our next next destination, you know, he, he knows I'm always ready to take a picture. So I'm just going to smile and look up and he's going to snap it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. That's so cool. So I'm going to move on to part of a podcast where I'm going to ask you three random questions. Okay. But they'll link back into what we're going to do next. So what's your favorite food? dream destination and favorite car if you have one okay favorite food I don't really have a favorite food um because I like to try different foods and different cultures as well now um I do like to have let's see I'm a big dairy fan so which is like a nemesis for me like I have to I love cheese (laughs) So I like to put cheese on, like, if I can have cheese on it, I want cheese on it. So that's something I like to put on my food. But when it comes to, like, a favorite food, I don't really have something that I'm really going to go to and, like, I have to have that. Okay, Um, no worries. Well, we could just say, like, cheese then. That's fine. Yes, (laughs) that is perfectly fine. (laughs) And then what about, like, a dream destination? Do you have one of those? A dream destination. Let's see. My dream destination would be, I think I want to go to, um, like, I want to go everywhere, but it's going to be Caribbean mainly. Sure. Um, I love the beaches. Um, so I think um, um, maybe Greece. I'll get over the Greece or so because yeah. it looks, I, I want to go visit the, um, <clears throat> the theaters there when they used to have, like, you know, outside theaters I I would love to go over there and visit those too so maybe Greece will be like my dream destination to get over there and visit okay cool and then what about cars then are you into cars at all oh okay so right now I have a track hop (laughs) okay and that is um it's like one of those cars like it is what is the word I'm looking for you don't really people that it doesn't stand out too much if you really don't know anything about cars. So it's one of those cars like you can like creep in with and nobody expects anything for it. 
But um, if you need to get on your gas and kind of ride on it, you, <laughs> you're able to do so. So that's like my mom car. I can get my kids in it. We can ride and we can just be totally um, invisible. But at the same time, if we need to, like my kids, they are, they're into like sometimes going fast too. I know it's sad to say, but they, they are interested in that too. So like, hey, hey, can you go fast mom or dad? Sometimes my dad, my husband will drive. And so right now I think that's like, I, I have what I want. Um, I really don't really care to have like a two-seater car, like a Corvette, a Ferrari, maybe a Ferrari. Maybe I could drive one. But at the same time, um, I'm not really interested in like a, a low-seater car. So I have, I pretty much like, uh, like my son, my husband, he's hard, he's all for get what you want, work hard, get what you want. And you don't have to ever like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, sorry, I didn't say, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to steer away from that. But he is so hard on that, that we kind of like get what we want type sort of thing because we work so yeah. hard to get it and mm-hmm. you enjoy, enjoy it. So I, and I'm kind of like a spare the moment person too as well. I will like, you know what? This is what I want. I see it. Okay. And I got to work hard to grab it. So. Yeah, that's cool. So you would say the car you've got now is actually yes. your dream car then? It is. It is. Because I can do pretty much, I can put my kids in it. I can ride, do casual riding. If I want to race it, I could race it. So <laughs> it's like best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah that's cool that's awesome and then what about the bike then would you say the bike you've got now is your dream bike as well and and see that's the thing like because I'm new I, I came over new to the hardware I really didn't have like a dream Harley because I really wasn't interested at first didn't look into it and then when I we started looking into the bikes um I jumped out and went ahead and got like the road guide and then because um of the one I have, the Snake Venom, I was like, that's the bike I want. And that's the bike I got. So I'm kind of like in a space, like I said, the same with my with my car. It was kind of mm-hmm. sort of, this is what I want. And if I can't have that, I don't want anything. So when it comes to a dream bike, I really don't have a dream bike because the, I already got like what I wanted. Now, would I dream sure. of having another one? Maybe uh, to have one I can just specifically ride on the road with highway and then have one where I can ride around in the city, maybe something like yeah. that. But as far as having one bike that I just absolutely have to have, I would say I already have it. Okay, that's awesome. I love that. So we're going to have a game of Would You Rather. I'm gonna okay. put I'm gonna put your road glide at stake with all of it because I know <laughs> oh how goodness. much you love your glide. <laughs> so would you rather have your glide as of course you've already got it and never have cheese on anything again, or you can have cheese as much as you like and but you have to say goodbye to the road glide. I'm definitely gonna say tell my cheese I love you, but we can sip we could part ways because I can figure out another way to like spice my food up or make my food a little bit better. But my road glide, if I didn't have that, like I have no outlet, like I have no way to get out and enjoy and see new things. See what cheese you're gonna just eat the same thing and put it on. But with my road glide, I get to go 
and explore different things. And I get to experience new things with that. So I'll say the cheese can, I will definitely, I can live without it. Okay. Okay. Fair (laughs) enough. What about your car then? What about if it was like your car or your bike, one of them has to go, which would you choose? (laughs) Which would I choose? Oh man. Now this is a tough one. Maybe I'll just, kick my car I have to have my bike because my kids you know I'll put one in the front we'll put one in the back we'll figure this out perfect (laughs) and we have luggage space we'll get and put some luggage space and we'll get where we're going so maybe (laughs) and if it's like a storm or something we're gonna wait it out and then we'll travel so yeah okay I'll have to kick my car to the curb (laughs) <laughs> and I'll have to keep my like my road glide wins again. <laughs> I like I like that choice. That's a good one. So what about Greece then? What if I said you could go to Greece, see all the theatres and everything, you could even ride there and whatever, but not on the glide and you couldn't have the glide anymore. Or you can keep the glide and never go to Greece. <laughs> I'm going to take my, my my motorcycle because then I can just pull up Greece and look at it online or <laughs> look at the pictures and live through the pictures. <laughs> and just, you know, it's like, just put myself there in my mind. But yeah. my, my motorcycle, I'm thinking I'm going to keep it. Like, um, like I said, the adventures, the people I get to meet, um, people I get to see me and enjoy the, the the fun I get to have with it and something like I said with my with my my husband and with my kids um we get to thoroughly like be able to enjoy it like I said I'm really looking forward to the day when I can be able to ride with them so yeah uh, I'm gonna definitely keep my motorcycle (laughs) oh nice well the glide one all three there you you're you're a a biker girl through and through Tiffany (laughs) (laughs) definitely I mean, I feel like it's something, like I said, like, it's an icebreaker when it comes to a conversation. It's something that, you know, we all can come together and enjoy. Um, you can set aside your differences and, and just yeah. have a good time and enjoy good company. Yeah, oh, that's really lovely. So just to wrap things up then, I just want to ask you one more question. Okay. If you could go back in time to when you first started riding, and you could give yourself some advice, what would it be? Um, my advice to myself would be confident in what you're doing. Um, it's okay to take your time. Um, you don't have to rush to do anything, but everything that you learn, um, build on it. Don't just you know stay in one spot or get comfortable with anything. Um, Go out and do things that you're uncomfortable with because when you get uncomfortable with something, you know, it's something you need to work on. So do the things you're uncomfortable with to get better at it. So, And it will help build on that confidence. And mm-hmm. and also, I would say um, you can take something from everybody, whether it's good or bad. You can take it as, you know, oh, that's something I can incorporate and learn to take with me to do. Or something I know for sure I don't want to do. So it's a learning curve or something you can learn from everybody. Take the advice and do what it is that you need to do with it. Either accept it and use it or take it as 
I that's something I know I I don't want to do yeah I like that that's really cool I guess you do learn from all aspects of it don't you and and we're all different we will take our time with different stuff and but yeah I really like that that's cool well thank you so much for joining me on my podcast today it was really great to hear your story and you are totally smashing it out there keep on smashing (laughs) it you're doing great thank you so much and thank you for joining like for watching just being a supporter like like I said I'm immersely like in everything that I do I'm totally grateful um very appreciative because I know like everything I'm doing, I need supporters for me to keep going and for me to keep doing it. And I definitely love to, you know, answer any questions that I have. I, you know, I get questions or I get people, you know, a lot of people always saying like, thank you. Like um, you help me understand or you like convince me to ride. And I just love those stories and it helps me keep going. Like yeah. I'll keep losing sleep for you guys. Cause I'm enjoying myself too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Tiffany. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode of Biker Chick Chat. If you did enjoy it, please don't forget, hit that like button, smash that subscribe button. I'd really appreciate all the support on my channels. And also, if you'd like to see more from myself and Tiffany, I'll link in the description below all of our socials and all the rest of it. So thank you again so much for watching and I'll look forward to seeing you on the next one.